Hello again and welcome to edition three, episode three, or whatever you want to say. It's number three of Radio Rollback. I do hope you enjoyed the first two editions and I hope you're going to enjoy this edition as well. Uh, just a reminder, please, if you are enjoying the editions, uh, please go and give us a good rating uh, and a bit of feedback uh, on the podcast uh, on the wherever you get your podcasts from that'd be really really good and uh, if you want to get in touch with us because there's something you'd like to hear on radio rollback uh, from the radio stations or a particular dj uh, then you can always get in touch uh, by email uh, it's jeffmartinmedia220 at gmail.com or have a look uh, in the notes we'll leave the uh, we'll leave the uh, all the information in the notes for you so uh, we'd love to hear from you now on this edition of radio rollback we're going to have our third and final clip from august the 9th of 1967 we had a couple on uh, edition 2 so we're going to have the final one radio 270 with rusty allen uh, coming up very shortly indeed. Uh, we'll also be having a great clip from the 1980s from the wonderful Laser 558, which I'm sure you're going to enjoy. So uh, please stay around for that. And uh, we'll also be hearing a little bit more from uh, a couple of uh, really interesting chats I had uh, with uh, Ron O'Quinn, who used to be the programme controller uh, at the offshore station Swinging Radio England. It was like buying a brand new Toyota and realizing when you got home, hell, this thing, half of it is Chevrolet, half of it is uh, Nissan, uh, part of it is Honda. Any idea what Ron O'Quinn was talking about? Well, stick around. You'll find out later on in the podcast. This is Radio Rollback. So in episode two of Radio Rollback, we were looking at uh, one particular day in August of 1967, that was uh, five days before the Marine Broadcast Offences Act uh, became into law, and it was uh, the 9th of August 1967. First of all, we heard Mark Roman in fine form aboard the MV Galaxy, broadcasting the breakfast show for Radio London. The new one from Mr. Dave Berry, featuring a sort of a big old sound, alias Phasing. It's a great song, too. Keith, uh, sorry, Marshall Mike Rice and Kenny Everett's climbing this week. It's regarded on a deck of label. 18 minutes before 8 o'clock. Then we moved over a little bit later on in the day to the morning show, featuring the wonderful Roger Twiggy Day. On the RCA Victor label, it's Skibivity. Very bluesy sounding good. Oh yes, that's my short shot of the week, the Roger Day short shot of the week on Caroline, on the RCA Victor label from Skip Biffity, it's called On Love. More people choose Nescafe than... If you've not heard edition two of the podcast, then uh, why not go back and have a listen to uh, a fuller version of uh, Mark Roman and, of course, Roger Day on Radio Caroline. What's interesting about listening to those two clips is the fact that uh, Radio London, Big L, uh, was going off the air within five days. The decision had been taken and... Uh, Everyone associated with the station knew that, uh, you know, the end was nigh, uh, shall we say. Whereas uh, the difference with uh, the Radio Caroline uh, clip featuring Roger Day is that Caroline certainly were not intending to go anywhere. They were going to stay on air, they were going to defy the bill. And uh, there's some interesting advertisements uh, on the Roger Day clip for uh, uh, broadcast engineers who uh, are available to uh, work 
uh, on the ship and also looking for DJs and also giving DJ training as well. All things uh, designed to make sure that they'd got the staff moving forward after August the 14th when uh, the station was um, well made illegal. Well, certainly uh, it was illegal to actually send supplies out to the ship from uh, the UK. It was illegal for a British citizen to even uh, work for the ship. So that were the uh, first two clips. Uh, we want to play one more clip to sort of round off this uh, day in August of 1967. And we move up to the Yorkshire coast, where three and a half miles out at sea, you'd find the Ocean 7 broadcasting Radio 270. On the air on this uh, evening of the 9th of August 1967 was Rusty Allen. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to answer every darn one of you. It takes me all night. Okay? I'm going to tell you all about it. And I'll give you the, the, the number of the record and everything about it and, uh, you know, all that I can find on it. It is a fantastic record. And, boy, the cover, uh, I don't know how much it cost, but <laughs> I didn't pay for it, usually. But uh, give my secrets away again. I did a bit of trading up there, you know, bits of beads and broken mirrors and a few blankets. Surprising what you can get. Anyway, uh, getting back to this, um, it's, a, you know, even the cover so fantastically way out. I've never seen anything like it. And, uh, uh, you know, it's real groovy. And that's that, that's worth, um, you know, what the record is worth. Without the record inside it, if you get my meaning, you don't. Well, forget it anyway. It's not really important. Anyway, as I said, <clears throat> thanks a million for all your letters. Everybody that's inquired about the Zodiac Cosmic Sounds. And uh, as I said, I'll be dropping you a letter by and uh, tell you, uh, I'll give you all the information that's on it, okay? And uh, I still like that little bit at the bottom there. It says, must be played in the dark. I like that very much. Okay, get your lights out, because it's coming your way again. Rusty's done something that he should never, never written it, and nobody should ever do in radio. And that is forget what tracks he's already played, but I have. So uh, I don't know where I played this, but I'm going to play it again anyway. Uh, the first track, first side. Okay, track one, side one. And it's Aries, the firefighter. Okay, everybody born under Aries, get your... Oh, lights, quick. That's it, thank you. Okay, let's try Aries. Oh, boy. Oh, man, that, that is too much. You know, it really is the most fantastic thing I've ever heard. Really knock out. There you go. That's Aries there. The firefighter. Three minutes and 17 seconds of it. Boy, that's great. Really great sound. That's another. That's the first track tonight, anyway, from uh, Rusty's Backstreet. Sleazy Backstreet album. Oh, boy, the Zodiac Cosmic Sound. Oh, boy, they make you see all good things. Oh, it's marvelous. Attention all cinema goers in Barnsley. This concerns you. This week at the Odeon in Barnsley, the film showing is that wonderful animal film, Born Free. Listen carefully, and you can be the lucky person to see this film as a guest of the theater. If you are the first person to get through the Odeon Barnsley and can answer a simple question, you will receive two tickets to attend a performance at that theater. That number to ring is Barnsley 5494. Okay, there you go. Well, you go to your nearest telephone and uh, dial that number. Okay, the number once more is Barnsley 5494. And uh, who knows, you could be the lucky one to see that very, very wonderful motion picture, Born Free. There you go, the Odeon Barnsley. Very, very good luck to you. Lots of luck, Charlie. Okay, we have 20 minutes now before 8 o'clock. News at 8, you're on 270. Are you uncomfortable? Could those baggy trousers be the trouble? Then Scope trousers are the answer. 
feel like a man with scope trousers. Available at only top menswear shops and stores. Scope, man, the finest. That is very, very true. These scope pants are really something, fellas. Okay, so why don't you jump on the scope bandwagon? They're really great. And uh, they have, uh, you know, so many features to it. And uh, the name of scope retailer in Sheffield, okay, in Sheffield is John Walsh. Okay, John Walsh in Sheffield is your uh, scope agent for that area. Okay, we have another surprise for you tonight. I've got a brand new record here from Scott McKenzie. As you already know, he's right up there at number one this week. And, uh, only I feel somehow here there's a bit of a fiddle going on. The reason for that being, the first Scott McKenzie, San Francisco, is on the CBS label. This second one of his, which is released on the 18th of August, uh, which have just uh, just come into my uh, possession, is released, yeah, is uh, on the Capitol label. Now, the only reason for this I can figure out so far is that this may be an old recording. So I don't know, so don't quote me on that. Anyway, let's listen to it. I haven't heard it myself yet, so here we go. A brand new one from Scott McKenzie. Look in your eyes. There you go. That's a brand new one there from Scott McKenzie. I'm not going to pass judgment on it yet myself because I've only heard it the once. That's the first time I've heard it. Yeah, let's have a look at that here. Let's see. Scott McKenzie, producer Tom Morgan. Look in your mic, Hurst. Hmm, two minutes and 20 seconds. Can't say much more about it than that. Don't, ver don't know very much about it. There you go. I expect you'll be reading about it in all the pop magazines pretty soon. New one there from Scott McKenzie. Thing called Look in Your Eyes. We don't want all the Oh, no? Oh, I see. Thank you very much indeed. 16 before 8. Sunday, 13th August, sees the Northeast's greatest motor race of the year, the WD and H.O. Wills Trophy Meeting at Croft Autodrome. Star drivers include Danny Holm, who's leading the 1967 World Championship of Drivers, Paul Hawkins, winner of the Tara Florio Race 1967, David Piper, five times consecutive winner of the South African nine-hour race, David Hobbs driving the fabulous Team 30's Lola GT Chevrolet, and Ferrari, Lola's, Ford's, Porsche's, in fact, the fastest machinery yet to be seen in the Northeast. First race, 2.30. Practice for the trophy race takes place during the sports car meeting on Saturday, August 12th. Croft Autodrome for motor racing. Croft, just five miles south of Darlington. Don't you dare forget that, okay? That's Croft. Uh, it's going to be a whole bunch of fun. Got some uh, very nice letters here. Has one of those uh, counselor and uh, Howard Miss, uh, Mizzen, I think it is. Howard Mizzen, who was at Cambridge House, Dunswell, uh, Dunswell, I'm sorry, Dunswell, near Hull. And I says, God, oh, boy, yet another one. Uh, would you please give me uh, details of the future-sounding LP, the Cosmic, uh, the Zodiac Cosmic Sounds, which you played on your show tonight. When was that? Seventh. When is the day today? Ninth. That must have been on Monday night. Yeah. He says, P.S. Very, very sorry that you and Radio 270 are going off the airways. It's a great shame. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more, Howard. But there you are. That's it. Uh, what is today? Wednesday. Yeah. Boy, we'll be off two days this time next week. Silence will be on 270 meters on your radio set. Anyway, who knows? Maybe we'll be back soon. Nobody can look into the future, I, I suppose. Except, of course, my LP. I'll have to ask you. A good sound roll. What do you say, LP? Let the good sound roll. I think it'll be okay. Let the good sound roll. One more time, Ray. Let the good sound roll. 
Okay, here is a good sound. Mamas and Papas do it. Creek Alley. Oh, there you go. That's the sound of the mamas and the papas there. Poor old mama Cass. Oh, dear. Isn't that a shame? Creek Alley, it's called. And uh, it's currently number six in the Fun 40 from 270. Doing very, very well indeed. Up from 17 to last week. Shut up the charts pretty quick there. Doing very, very well. Ten minutes before 8 o'clock on 270. And uh, I was going to tell you something. I can't remember what it was. So we're going to do this. Ladies, hurry to your local Bob Grocer. They've got in a wonderful stock of triumph canned meats. Just the thing to have with a summer salad. Bob Grocers give you real value, top quality goods at competitive prices. And they've done it again with Triumph canned meats, pork luncheon meat, chopped ham with pork, or delicious lunch tongues. They're all Triumph canned meats, and you can buy them at your Bob Grocers. Okay, all you shopping housewives out there in a wide and wonderful, you make a good note of that, won't you? Some very, very sound shopping advice for you. In other words, it pays to shop at the grocers where you see the Bob sign. Oh, don't forget, I'm going to have some news for you about those tickets to the dance at Burton Constable Hall, okay, at, uh, uh, on the next week. Okay, 270 Farewell Dance. And uh, I'm going to be able to tell you in about four minutes' time where to get the tickets, okay? So you make sure you stay tuned. The dynamic duo, you. Cha-cha-cha. Number one for fun across the nation. Fun radio for fun-loving people. Okay, we got a new record here. Well, not not all that new. We've heard it before, haven't we? Comes from Ken Dodd. It's a riser. And it's called Mine. Kiss me goodnight. Okay, there you go. Very good sound indeed there. That's the uh, the sound of Ken Dodd. And a brand new one from him called Mind Brackets. Kiss me goodnight. Please kiss me goodnight. Thank you very much. Okay. Oh, it tastes good. Okay, <laughs> five and a half minutes now before eight o'clock. And uh, as I said before, I got some news for you about Dad's tickets. You know, uh, we're having a dance at uh, Burton Constable Hall. Okay, let's see. Uh, farewell to 270 uh, Party and Dance, just in case you didn't know. Already we're having one at the Winter Gardens in Cleethorpe on Thursday, the 17th of August. And now we're having one at Burton Constable Hall. In the hall. Okay, Hall, that is, near Harrow. H U L double L. H U L double O. Oh, dear, it's what we do, too. On Wednesday, the 6th days of August, okay, they all have dancing to two groups and a real great group from Beverly, the Strollers, supported by the limited company. They'll be autographed record prizes, and we want to see you all there, okay? We'll be giving away records and all kinds of things happening there. All right? It's going to be a whole bunch of fun, so come on. And don't forget, it's going to be a real family affair. Our little family, 270 and you, okay? Because I know I speak for all of us guys on here on 270. You know, we fool around a lot, and, you know, we say a lot of stupid things sometimes and some corny jokes and everything else. And we make a lot of boobs as well, but we're only human. The thing is this, you know, we really feel um, a part of everybody. You know, we feel a part of your, your family and we feel that half the time we're sitting right there in your home. And we like to think that way. And I know a lot of you people out there in the wide and wonderful also feel like that. And this is why we want you all to come along so we can meet you, really, you know, and sort of complete the little family circle before we all go breaking up and go into our little, uh, you know, corners of the world, so to speak. Anyway, we want to see you all there. Please come along because we're going to have a gas at the time. I said the main reason, as I said, that we want to uh, see you all there is because we want the opportunity to meet you all. And this is about the only way we're ever going to do it unless we hire out a fleet of cars and come around knocking on all your doors and saying, well, hi and goodbye and everything. Okay, so this is the way we're going to do it. We're going to have a big party and dance together so we can get you get to know you all before we uh, before we leave. Okay, that's at Burton Constable Hall, near Hull, on Wednesday the 16th of August. And uh, as I said, i got a whole sheet here of places now. 
Oh, boy. At last? Well, maybe you can get your tickets, okay? So uh, you pick out the nearest one near you. If you not, not, don't live in a whole area, you better make a note, perhaps, of one of these. First of all, we have the uh, Nancy Hilton Gray Model Agency. Is that a fact? Oh, boy, yeah. I wonder who took them down there to sell, anyway. Nancy Hilton Gray Model Agency, 16 York Road, M. Beverly. Okay. Uh, there's the Beverly Hair Stylist, 21A Marketplace, also in Beverly. A lot of Beverly's around here. Beverly's Hair Boutique, 6 Butcher Row in Beverly. Ron Ingram, Mill Cottage. Uh, Brain, uh, what's that? Brands Barton Hospital. Okay. The, uh, in Bridlington, the Caf, uh, Cafe Olay. Olay! Olay! Cafe Olay, which is right there in Princess Street in Bridlington. Okay. And uh, my old friend, uh, my very, very fr good friend, uh, Lou Schaefer, down at uh, Stardisk Record Shop. Okay. The Stardisk Record Shop at 8 Silver Street in Hull. Also, uh, another good friend of mine, Mr. Cornell at J.P. Cornell, 31 to 35, Springbank, <laughs> Springbank, that's right, in Hull. Okay, you, go, you can pop in there. Uh, Jordan Stationers, news agents at 19 Marketplace in Driffield. Okay, that's uh, Jordan Stationers and news, news agents, 19 Marketplace in Driffield. Sorry about this, I haven't read it before, you see. And uh, last but by no, no means least, for all you people up in the Hornsey area, uh, the Bonnet Box. Okay, the Bonnet Box, Newbegin, and Hornsey. All righty, that's the list of the uh, places that uh, tickets are now available for the Burton Constable Dance. To farewell to 270. Oh, boy, what a long list, isn't it? Okay, so don't forget, if uh, if you want to write away for any tickets, well, uh, let's see, which are the easiest ones to remember? Uh, let's see, how about some... Well, I'll tell you the two I know, okay? Stardisk Record Company, 8 Silver Street in Hull. Okay, Stardisk Record Company, 8 Silver Street in Hull, and J.P. Cornell... 31 to 35 Spring Bank in Hull. Okay? You can write to uh, any, uh, any of the ones I've read out, and they'll send you a long ticket. Okay? And uh, as you probably know, tickets are 10 rob each. All righty? Good. Oh, boy. I can't wait to meet you. And see you all in a flash. Okay. Uh, let's see. we got two minutes to go before 8 o'clock. My gosh, the time is flying. At the Crazy Spoon, there you go, motorists. If you're around right now, any of the Mars and restaurants, why don't you drop on by? we got about a minute and a half before news time, so we're going to have at least a little bit of the number 23 sound from the new Vaudeville band, Green Street Green. Green bomb bomb. There you go. That's a new Vaudeville band. That's half of the number 23 sound this week. Can I have a little boobie boobie doo, please? Thank you very much indeed. Broadcasting three and a half miles off the Scarborough, Yorkshire coast. You're listening to Broadcasting on the last Wednesday of 270. On 11.15 kilocycles, 270 meters in the medium wave. The time, one and a half minutes after 8 o'clock. Good evening, Ross Randall reporting from 270 Action Central. Headline London, British United Airways, Britain's largest... Vince Rusty Allen on board the Ocean 7 for Radio 270. Boy, that guy could talk, but he was very entertaining as well. Although it was thought that he may have worked for one of the other radio stations on the forts, he was certainly given a job by Roy Bates who operated a radio station from the Fort Knock John called Radio Essex. I'd like to remind you now that you're listening to Radio Essex at the time it's 20 minutes before the hour of 2 o'clock. At 2 o'clock we have the news for you. 
You heard there a guy called Guy Hamilton on Radio Essex who actually worked with uh, Rusty Allen uh, on the Faulkner John. And indeed, Guy Hamilton also went and worked for 270 and left, I think, about a month before Vince uh, Rusty Allen joined Radio 270 and also took the job as a uh, programme controller. I think it's quite fascinating to see how the DJs moved from station to station. So if one station sort of closed down, they uh, turned upon another station. And, and I guess that's uh, how they were getting their experience and uh, learning all the time. And, of course, uh, you know, the talent around at the time moved from station to station, but actually uh, kept working. I find that really interesting. And uh, there's a really brilliant website if you want to track the DJs that worked on the offshore stations uh, in the uh, 60s and 70s. It's called the Pirate Radio Hall of Fame. Go and check it out. There's uh, lots of information about the DJs. Uh, and the stations and uh, some pictures as well. If you don't know what the uh, the DJs look like or you weren't sure what a, a sea fort like the Fort Knock John looks like, yeah, pop on there and uh, you'll uh, you'll see some uh, fascinating pictures uh, as well. So we're going to round off a little bit later in this podcast with a really really great recording which I'm uh, looking forward to sharing with you from Laser Five Five Eight, the station from the MV Communicator uh, that uh, kind of took certainly the southeast, but certainly here in the Midlands. It was really strong as well. Uh, by storm, it hit the airwaves. But before that, a bit more from uh, a couple of conversations I've uh, had, chats I've had really, with uh, the wonderful Ron O'Quinn, who came over here in 1966 to be the programme controller of Swinging Radio England. He's got lots of strong views on lots of things uh, radio-wise and uh, really find it interesting. Whether you agree or disagree, that's absolutely fine. This particular time, uh, I was chatting uh, about the BBC and also about uh, a survey that was done when Radio England pretty much first came to our shores in uh, the early summer or late spring of 1966. Sounds like what it's going to sound like, not block format. You can't have block programming where this is... If I tell anybody about about the BBC and the way the BBC was when I first went to England, and I'm going to try to do this accurately, but it's bad, it's even probably even worse doing it accurately. They... They had the BBC Home Service and the BBC Light Program and the BBC Third Program. That was it. Hmm. There were three channels. There were three. That was it. Yeah. And other than the pirates. And one of them would be reading letters of British servicemen in Aden, for instance, followed up by a program of how to prune your garden. <laughs> And then there would be one who they would play Montavati and then talk for a while after that. And then they might play Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. You never knew what you were going to hear. It was like buying a brand new Toyota and realizing when you got home, hell, this thing, half of it is Chevrolet, half of it is uh, Nissan, uh, part of it is Honda. There, There... you didn't have a brand. There was no brand. And so no wonder the British people uh, migrated to the pirates. The pirates were doing, they were playing music 
for the most part, um, and without without talking so much. And we at Swingin' Radio England, we never got credit for actually for what we did. Um, the the only the only uh, survey that was done, listener survey, was done uh, the first three weeks of June. We had, we went on the air mm. with our format the first of June. So we were on the air. We were brand new. We had not established any listenership. And and the survey was commissioned by Roman <laughs> through, <laughs> through uh, Record Sun or Record Mirror, one of the yeah. one of the daily sheets, and you know Record Mirror. Uh, yeah, yeah, fish wrappers in London. Yeah. Anyway, um, so there was a little bias there, mm. and it showed. Uh, well, I'm in a big bias actually. It showed. Uh, London and Caroline basically neck and neck with, I, I can't remember now the numbers, but like 7 million each or something like that. It showed Radio England with 2.8 million. Well, first place, we're brand damn new. Yeah. We, and if you, if the people who turn, turned their survey in and it was a, a, you had to fill out a form and send it through the post. Um, if they did it the first week we were on, there were an awful lot less people that knew we were there than the, those who did it, who filled their survey in the third week. Uh, so, and it was, it was really unfair to us, but that's the way it's always pointed. Well, and, and, and so, so all the, the soothsayers and, and, um, the know-it-alls who know all about British radio and the pirates, uh, say, well, Radio England was so good, but it was so far ahead of its time. So what you're trying to tell me is that the British people could not keep up with it? The British people are, were, this is where the world was turning to at that time. The music out of England said, so don't tell me that the British folks were not hip. They were. They were sharp as tack. So we weren't ahead of the time. We were not ahead of the time. We were on track. The others were behind the times. And I say that to this day. And that's Ron O'Quinn talking about the BBC as it was back in the 1960s and also about Swinging Radio England and that poll. And uh, I think he had two and a half million. That's not a bad little audience if you've uh, only been on air uh, around about a month. More from Ron, who's got views on all sorts of things, uh, American radio and uh, also music radio over here, certainly the uh, offshore station Swinging Radio England, which, of course, he was the programme controller of. So knows quite a little bit about, certainly about the setting up and a very interesting story of how he had to return to America, which uh, we'll be telling you in future podcasts. Very interesting indeed. So to uh, round off uh, this edition of uh, Radio Rollback, we've got one from the 1980s, or a clip from the 1980s, I should say. Uh, May 84, Laser 558 uh, started regular broadcasts off the uh, coasts of the UK. Really 
built up a massive audience in a very, very short space of time with a wonderful signal. Shame the, the mass wasn't uh, quite prone to staying up. But the actual signal was fantastic. As I say, I lived in the East Midlands and can get it as clear as anything on my car radio. Wonderful signal. Um, so a year later, obviously, in 1985, they were celebrating the birthday. And this is a, a, a little clip uh, from their birthday day or their first birthday in 1985 with the wonderful Erin Kelly, who still to this day, I think, has got one of the greatest uh, radio voices I've ever heard. She was part of the Laserettes, as they called them, which was Erin uh, Kelly, who was, uh, uh, and there was Chris Carson and Liz West. Uh, they were referred to as the Laserettes, all three of them, excellent broadcasters. Uh, 23-year-old Erin Kelly uh, joined the station on Valentine's Day of 1985 and pretty much stayed for the summer and went on holiday sometime uh, towards the end of August of 1985, uh, sadly never to return. So here she is, Erin Kelly. This is from their first birthday on Laser 558. Uh, as you can tell from uh, listening to the recording, lots of high spirits on air. And why wouldn't there be? Celebrating their first birthday, Laser is one. This is Erin Kelly on Laser 558. Kara's going there. <laughs> getting ready to fix the Force 11 punch, huh? Oh, yeah. We've got to get some people up. We've got the uh, laser luau getting underway as part of our birthday celebration. Oh, there's uh, the music already. The luau band is warming up. Come on in. Okay, okay. see, I guess it's because it's officially not morning anymore since you're off, so we can uh, get started. All right, so <laughs> it, let's get started, Aaron. It's you and I and the luau band, and we've got to go knock on some doors and wake up some uh, crew members and other disc jockeys and they people like, like that. They sound like they're already awake. Do they? Who could sleep through today? <laughs> it's going to be a great, great day, so sit around. <laughs> Picture a room full of blues, so much that you can barely move around. A lot of signs, a lot of action. It's our first birthday, and we're celebrating in a big way right here on 558. Kim Wilde, 18 before the hour, Aaron Kelly here in Rin Tin Tin. You know who is coming up next. Sorry, wrong number. The new hit single from Evelyn Thomas on Record Shack Records. Sorry, wrong number. Available on 7 and 12 inch now. Laser 558. And there's a new one. Cool game. Cherish. And we're cherishing our birthday celebration. If you're heading toward work or you're due there at the top of the hour, you might ought to scoot along. Nine before the hour on Laser. Checking out a Laser Spotlight song, Force 8. The party has already begin. begun. Begun? <laughs> underway with a party, as you will probably be able to tell by the time the day is out. It's going to be some sensational day. We've, gone, we've been through a lot this year. We've learned how to make a mast that can survive the most severe storm, knock on wood. We've learned it all, <laughs> and we've had a great time. We're really glad that you've been with us for all of it. But don't go away, because we will be here for yet another year, and another year after that, and still more, because Laser is one. We're having a lot of fun. 902 in Britain, 1002 on the continent, and we're having a great birthday celebration at Laser 558. Five, 
1960. You're sitting in a room full of balloons and signs that you've sent in, not to mention numerous cards. When they are all uh, plastered all over the walls. Thank you very much. Here's a good one. I really like this one. Uh, it says on the front, there's a little guy behind bars that says, spend your birthday behind bars. And then inside, oh, hmm, missed it. Where's the pun? Oh, there's somebody toasting behind the bar. That's the point. And inside also it says to all laser, happy first birthday. Thanks for everything. Steve. Steve's from Portsmouth. I live right. Thanks for the card, Steve. We really do appreciate it. We're celebrating on laser. It's a creepy feeling, isn't it? It's 21 past the hour. Aaron Kelly here. Guess that last card you probably had to see to understand, but here's something you don't need to see to understand. It's the best radio advertising. It's what it sounds like. Radio commercial which won a Clio Award. Now that's the advertising equivalent of an Oscar, so listen up. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now on our final approach. Won't be landing momentarily. If you look outside, you can see it's a beautiful night in New York. Make this night last forever. With a new album from Elbow Bones and the Racketeers. New York at dawn from EMI America. Congratulations to EMI America for effective use of radio advertising. Now, for information on making radio advertising work for you here on Laser, just call Music Media International in New York, 212-370-1710, and then ask for Ellen. Ellen's great. You'll like her. That number again, 212-170. Ah, 212-370-1710. Got that? Okay, I goofed up. It's a birthday, and you know how birthdays go. We're just a little too busy celebrating, maybe, if that's possible. Tears for Fears on Laser. And the world really sounds kind of boring, doesn't it? Like a messy job, too. Oh, well. Coming around next hour are lots of good music, so sit tight and don't go away. Style Council for One and Dan Hartman and Jimmy Nail, just to name a few. Many good reasons. Keep it right here on 558. Good morning. It's Friday, so get cracking. Aaron Kelly here, playing the hits from Lewisham to Bond on All Europe Radio. Laser 558. Laser. I just thought she was really great. Erin Kelly, uh, in fine form, in birthday form, aboard the MV Communicator on Laser 558. One of the three Laserettes, the other two being Chris Carson and Liz West. And in this run of podcasts, we'll hear from both Chris and, of course, uh, Liz as well as we play more Laser 558. So I hope you've enjoyed this uh, edition, edition three of Radio Rollback. I, I do hope you'll give us uh, some good feedback and uh, some good ratings. That would be really great. Also, like I say, if you'd like to get in touch with us about something you'd like to hear, then it's uh, Jeff Martin Media 220 at gmail.com drop me a line i'd love to hear from you now in addition four well we're going to have a little bit of radio luxembourg who really even before the pirates were starting to bring music radio into the uk so we'll be having a bit of uh, radio luxembourg 208 we'll also have our first trip out to the mebo 2 we'll be having a a little bit of uh, radio north sea international on a Afternoon in August, where they were raided, or there was a raid attempted, I should say. A really interesting broadcast. And I'll be also having a chat to Susan Moore, who has written a wonderful book all around uh, Radio City. The uh, sad death of how her father got uh, shot 
uh, back in June of 1966. I was just talking to Susan as to how she came about writing the book and why she uh, wrote it and uh, how Radio Such began because that was the predecessor to Radio City, uh, of course, run by her dad, Reg Calvert, and Radio Such, of course, by Screaming Lord Such. All to come then in edition four of Radio Rollback. <laughs> 